Good morning. Welcome to Sydney United Methodist Church and also welcome to those following along on Facebook Live. Could you stand if you're able and join in the hymn of thanksgiving, Holy, 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 and that's on page 262 of the hymn. standing and join in the affirmation of faith it's going to be responsive um, Psalm 107 verses 1 to 9 in the Pew Bibles it's on page 521 in the Old Testament give thanks to the Lord for he is good his love endures forever Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wander in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. 
He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. You may be seated. The announcements are found on the back page of the bulletin. For Sidman, Saturday, August 6th, there's a yard sale from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, charge announcements, Sunday, July 31st. Today is the anointing service. And Sunday, August 7th is Holy Communion. Um, there's a PPR meeting at 1230 at Sidman's Church Pavilion. Any other announcements today? Yeah, for the yard sale we'll be setting up, excuse me, this Friday, uh, starting at 1, 1 range. And if you have any big goods to bring, you can bring them that uh, Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, or just drop them off in the freezer and do a Okay, thank you. Any other announcements? Okay, if there are none, uh, the children want to come forward for the children's message. Let's say prayer. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us the ability to love one another, and we thank you that you love us uh, absolutely unconditionally. Uh, please help us uh, and remind us to love one another every single day, love uh, everyone we come across, and fill everything that we do with love so that our batteries can be full every single day. Amen. Okay. Thanksgiving today is my tribute found on page 11. Please stand if you're able. We're starting at the reorient, bottom of the page. <laughs> Joys from the week. Yes. $13,000. And the insurance company says it's totaled. So was the deer. So was the deer. Yeah, we are, we are, that nothing happened. Nothing happened to you, yes. Very, very, very good. For our granddaughter, she has a tournament going to it down in West Virginia. Softball tournament. How old? Is this the seven year old? Seven year old's on a travel team. <laughs> the only traveling we did when I was seven years old was bicycling to the place where we were playing. How much damage was done to the car? 
You must have a different insurance company than she does. Because they wanted eleven thousand dollars in total. Yours is twelve thousand dollars. Did you kill the deer? Yes. Of all things, too. We were on our way to church in Pittsburgh, you know, with my brother. And then hit the wind, hit the wind, rolled up, hit the windshield, smashed the windshield, and then went over. Wow. Was it a doe or a. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a doe. <laughs> Any other uh, joke? You had a joy? You had who? Vacation yes, yes, Vacation Bible School was a big success this uh, uh, this week. You can see some of the uh, some of the decorations that were up here. That was in the center. That the big book was there was in in the center, and uh, uh, you can see the big 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 pencils. I was uh, I was uh, going to do this, and then it's like, no, I'm not in a clowning mood today. Then it's like I was going to make a note. <laughs> I'm sure this is a good visual on the uh, on the internet. Uh, any joys? I mean, we already did joys. Concerns besides the flooding in Kentucky and the state that the United States is in and the state that the Methodist Church is in which we will be going into. Your son Thomas. He's not the one who was back there working on the truck. That was another son. But at that day, who was it that day? That, I, that was Tom, was it? He lives around the corner? Right down the alley. Working on the uh, the dumpster that goes on the back of the truck. Yeah. Any other concerns? You had a joy and a concern, kid. Ah, yes, yes, Good weather on Saturday and Friday. Friday afternoon on until noontime Sunday. We're looking for, uh, for good weather. The first Sunday in August. Communion Sunday, first Sunday in August. August the 7th already. Wow. Any other? Thank you, man. First prayer I'm praying is a prayer John, from John Wesley. So let us enter into our time of, uh, of, of uh, prayer, and we'll raise our voices up to, uh, to God Almighty. Faithful God, all that I am and all that I have belongs to you. Let me be so aware of your goodness, love, and favor towards me that I, will, that I will desire to return to you all possible love and obedience. You have given me so much, my health, strength, food, clothing, and other comforts and necessities of life. May I always praise your holy name 
and love you above all your gifts. Please forgive my desire to be master of my own life. As Jesus came to do your will, so I am determined with your help to do what you decide for me, to have no more say about my life, but only to serve your pleasure with all my heart. Let me do your will in, in my every thought, word, and action. Dear Lord, we offer prayers for the leaders of our country, community, and our church. We offer prayers for the well-being and safety of our youth. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their friends, families, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement, the military personnel, especially Second Lieutenant Carl Smith, and our health workers. We offer our prayers for Ed and Kathy for their well-being and better health. And we offer a silent prayer from one, for one member of our congregation. We pray for people going on vacations, that they have a safe journey, an enjoyable vacation, and a safe return trip home. We pray for all those people who are having to, to deal with, with health, health issues. May they be given the strength to, to put up with them, uh, get something done about them, or just to uh, learn how to deal, deal with them. We thank you, dear Lord, for the success that we had in the vacation, vacation Bible school this week. And we pray for all the, all the families, even those, especially those who have lost loved ones in the flooding that took place in, in, in Kentucky. It's up to double digits, double digits now. And we pray for all those people who survived, who will have to go about rebuilding their, their community. We pray for the weather that we hope, that we pray for, that we'll have starting Friday afternoon into uh, all day Saturday for the, for the uh, yard sale that is being held here next Saturday, dear Lord. And we offer prayers for, for Thomas with what he is having to, uh, to deal with. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the people while we were praying, let them raise that name up to you now. Dear Lord, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Is there anybody who considered being anointed this morning? Will the ushers please come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings.
gifts and offerings that come from the members of this congregation. We thank you for them. We thank you for uh, all that you have provided for uh, everybody here in, uh, among this congregation and their, and their families. And we ask that you accept these tithes and gifts and offerings to be used with the help with the running of your church here at Sydney, Pennsylvania, and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and we all said, Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Our reading picks up where we left off last week. We were in chapter 11. We did verses 1 through 4. And now we start at 5 and go all the way up to uh, 13. Uh, let's see. Then Jesus said to them, he's talking to his disciples, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight, and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have found no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the, head, the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of your fathers, if, you, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Words said by the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I'm not sure this is a word or I had to invent a word. The word is stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. I couldn't find it in the dictionary, so I think it's something I, I, I created, but who cares? This reading is an instruction on prayer given to us by Jesus. And with each instruction that he gives on prayer, invites us into a deeper relationship. This relationship involves a conversation. In order to continue this relationship, you must speak back. When you do, you will find yourself talking with a friend. Who knows you better than you know yourself? Only through talking with God can you rely on him to come to you when you are lost, to welcome you home, and by keeping you from falling too far from him. Many books have been written on the subject of prayer. Many classes are offered on the subject of prayer. I offered one when I was in, uh, in Arnold on, on prayer, and everybody thought it was so hard to, uh, uh, to pray. And uh, by the time the class was over, eight weeks or so, 
people were beginning to prey on their on their, with their own, own without being uh, uh, punched by me. If you Google the word prayer, you'll get thousands upon thousands of hits. It's been my experience that the most important basic fact is mentioned very little, if at all. And that is, if you want to enjoy the benefits of prayer, you must do it. And you must do it often. And to do that, you need stick to itiveness. In your prayer life, God is asking you to display stick to itiveness. In your asking until answered, in your searching that refuses to give up, and in your knocking on the door until it opens. When done for that reason, when you ask, you are given. When done for that reason, when you search, you shall find. And when done for that reason, when you knock, the door will be opened. Although I've been searching for many things that I had in Rector, but then when I moved and put them in boxes, I can't find them anymore. I don't know where they are. I have to go out and buy new, new things because, uh, you know, I've spent more time looking for them. And they're all in one room. If you pray as Jesus taught using your stick then you should expect that God will be using you in bringing about what is prayed for in the Lord's Prayer. We had a sermon last week on the Lord's Prayer. With the gift of the Holy Spirit, God is showing his commitment in answering the Lord's Prayer. He is showing his intention to do so through those who receive the Holy Spirit. Now, who are those people who receive the Holy Spirit? Those who have stick to itiveness. You'll see why, when I get to the end, that word is repeated. Displaying stick to itiveness in your prayer life will help you in dealing with your own lack of feelings for others. Practicing stick to itiveness will do more to change your hearts and minds, and it will help you to understand and express the deep feeling of your own personal need. When you do not receive what you pray for, it's not because God refuses to give it, but because he has something better for you. An unanswered prayer doesn't exist. The answer received may not be the answer desired or expected. That's our problem. But even if it's a refusal, it still is an answer from God, showing his love and wisdom for you. We have to be open, and open enough to, to take what we pray for and what God gives us. Because what we pray for, God is not going to give us that. He's going to give us something better. And we have to be prepared to take that in. A lot of people don't. He's never answered my prayer about this. Yes, he did. You just weren't paying attention to the answer because it wasn't what you wanted. He's not going to give you what you want. 
is going to give you what you need. There's a difference there. And what you need, he's going to give you something better than what you pray for. That's the way he is. God wants you to maintain your stick to because he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to have a relationship with every human being on the planet. Seven, and I think it's up to a half, seven and a half billion people now on the planet. If he gave you everything you asked for right away, he knows you well enough to know that once you got what you were asking for, you would turn and go the opposite way. That's the way we are, unfortunately. And they always say, oh, it's human nature. So God doesn't give us everything we ask for right away. Not everything we ask for. He'll take the most important at that time and give it to you. Then he'll have it on his list, you know. He's keeping a list too. The fact that you come to him often helps you see that what you truly wanted was a relationship with him. We see that with our relationships with people, our relationship with our spouse, our relationships with our friends, our relationships with our pets. What did I hear this week about? The, oh, 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 oh. Last year, I'm not sure if the world or America, $50 billion were spent on animals, pets. $50 billion, B, billion dollars on their, on their pets. Whew. That's a lot of money for the little furry thing running around or the, you know, whatever, whatever it is, a dog, a cat, a bunny or... Or, 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 or whatever. That's a lot of money. $50 billion on pets, on horses. Well, that's a lot. That's an expensive thing there, horses. You've got to feed them, and you got to have a place for them to sleep and all that stuff. The cat, no, no, I just open the back door, and he comes in, and there's a place for him to sleep. Can't do that with a horse. I'm not sure he didn't fit in the back door. He couldn't get up the steps to start with. He, I mean, it couldn't get up the steps to start with to get in the back door. Sometimes having stick to in prayer is where you must begin. You have to establish and build this relationship with God, and this takes time. Every, every, well, I, I shouldn't say every. I should be honest since we're on the uh, Internet. Uh, most every days, the vast majority of every days, 365, 300, 355 days or more, uh, every morning I, I take up the, uh, our daily bread or the upper room or Oswald Chambers. One of those three I read. It, it's a scripture reading. They, they provide a scripture reading. And I read that scripture. And then I write down, well, I type down on the, uh, if I had to write it down, I'd be there all day. I type it down on my iPad for the reading for that day. What did that reading say to me? So I wrote down what it says to me. I try to get five lines. I don't know how many words that is. And then I read the devotional that comes with it. 
and the devotional never affects what I've written down. Because uh, I'll go back and, and edit that, but the devotional has nothing, nothing to do with it. And I do that uh, quite often. One of the first things I do in, in the morning is to read whatever the, uh, the, the Bible reading is for that, for that particular day. It follows no pattern that I can, I can, I can tell. All that's needed to establish this relationship through prayer is to recognize the depth of the need, the humanity, the humility to ask for help and stick to itiveness. The, the Bible studies that uh, that I'm, I'm conducting are based on on those those readings. Right now, we're in the Book of Matthew. Uh, what those readings readings are, and it's it, and I always ask the question of everybody who's there: What does this say to you? And just like here, the same thing happens in the Bible studies. And then I say, you even knew what the reading were. I gave you all the readings before the entire the whole book of Matthew that we're going to cover each week. And you mean to tell me you look at this and you read it and it doesn't say anything to you? I think there should be some reflection on the people's part. I mean, when I read it, it said something to me. I don't think I'm unique. And I don't think they know all, each other that's in there. What does it say to you? It has to say something to you. What does it say to you? Come on, speak up. Well, we haven't, any, haven't, haven't had any sermons like that because I told you that when I first came here about four or five years ago. Has it been, has it been that long, hasn't it? No? no? No, it hasn't been? I got everybody's attention with that. Uh, no, it hasn't been that long? It seems like it's been four or five years. No. Ten months. Um, uh, uh, next, next, tomorrow I'll start my 11th, 11th month. And uh, that I would do some sermons based on this format, which is totally different than the Methodist Church altogether. Because the Methodist Church, is, and you've been raised this way, is just like this. You sit there and listen to what the pastor, well, you, you pretend like you're listening to what the pastor is saying. Some of you need to put a finger in one ear and let it go in and rattle around, rattle around in there. Because others, it goes in one ear and out, 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 out the other ear. Uh, okay. If you can talk to God through thick and thin, come hell or high water, no holes barred, because nothing, neither, this is from the Bible now, neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature, then your stick to will have paid off. Because nothing will be able to be silenced. The word that answers your prayers. You only remember 10% of what you hear. Somebody speaks 100 words, of these sermons about 700 words, you, you only remember 70 of them. And this entire message was based around one word. You're not being asked to remember 10%, not even 1%, but one word. A word you need to be aware of 
and put the practice in your prayer life. And if used, you will be greatly rewarded. And that word is stick to itness. Let us pray. God Almighty, in following you, there are two words that always come to mind: obedience and stick to itness. Let us remember to always continue with the second word. And then let us always follow the first word in your son's holy name we pray. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our joy of him by Ludwig Beethoven. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Page number 1 in our hymnals. And we all know it will. May you not sacrifice your prayer life 
weakening your relationship with God. But instead, practice stick to in your prayer life, strengthening your relationship with God, which is what will be needed during your times of distress. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. Amen.